never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change This is your boy, Bigger T, back at you. It's been a week. We took off last week because we really had the frozen tundra down here in South Arkansas. You did. And when we never were in Arkansas, had it for a little while, but we really had it. But I'm back. We're back. Guess, guess who's back? Back again. Your boys are back with Big Z, Clint Clark. Yeah, you go. You know, and what's weird is you talking about being the frozen tundra down there in South Arkansas. Man, we recorded half the podcast. Yeah. And I wanted you just to release it to see if anybody noticed that we didn't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah we can do it. We can do it extra. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it. But yeah, yeah we were, we decided to record because uh, my school got let out because it was icy. Clint was at, they had, Y'all had it bad first. We had it bad first, but, you know, I didn't um, – Wednesday's my day off, so we were yeah. recording Wednesday morning because yeah. we watched the basketball game Tuesday night, and I was like, man, I just want to – let's just do it in the morning. You're like, oh, that's fine. I think we started about 9 a.m. Yeah. And we're about halfway through, and I'm making just some brilliant points. Yeah, yeah we were brilliant, of course. I mean, just brilliant. Probably, honestly, and I don't want to be – you know, I'm biased. Probably the best pod, podcast we've ever done. That's right. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, yeah. It was the one, and you know what? And what was worse is that it did that when we had Paul Feinbaum on. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, we that's had, right yeah. we had yeah, Paul Feinbaum and President Obama. Yeah. That being, that was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Both on there. And then, but right in the middle of it, South Arkansas decided to shut down. Just, yeah. just shut down. Just everything shut down. I'm sitting there talking, and like Travis isn't moving. I'm like, is he frozen, or um, or 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 what's going on? Is he just is Travis? You know, is he is he paralyzed all of a sudden? And he, next thing I know, my phone's ringing. Like I lost power. Yeah, yeah, man, it was crazy. Um, and then we lost we lost power. I got it back about nine o'clock that night. And then about five in the morning, it goes out again. And it was out. That was, uh, so that was Thursday morning. It went out. And we didn't have it until Saturday evening came back on. And so, uh, but man, I'll tell you what, Clint, I have some new heroes through all this. Oh, right. Who's your heroes? Those linemen that work for like energy oh, co-ops. Man, yeah. Now, I know they, you know, they sign up for it. They get paid. Mm -hmm. They don't mind going out on these jobs because they get paid well. But man, look, man, I was just driving around in it. 
and I was miserable. Like there was the the trees were just like leaning over the road. Like you had to worry. Like literally, people were telling me I didn't have this happen to me, but I have several people tell me they had trees fall down or limbs fall down right in front of them as they're driving or right behind them as they just drove by somewhere. Yeah, it was happening everywhere, and power lines were across the road, and these men. And I'm sure there's some ladies out there too. I, I saw mostly men, but they're out there in the middle of all that, man. Just, I mean, rain coming down, freezing rain coming down. So it was really cool because on Saturday night, our power came on. And I'd already made some changes with our church service on Sunday. I said, look, we're just going to meet at 11. If we're in the dark, this is before our power came on. I had to make a call, you know, to get the word out. Right, yeah. I said, look, we're just going, because it was going to be warmer on Sunday. I said, look, we'll go old school. Our sanctuary has lots of windows, so we were going to have enough light to see. And I mm -hmm. said, we'll just do a, you know, you know, service without any electricity, you know, whatever. Well, it's kind of like washing your car. You know, when you wash your car, you know, it's going to rain the next day. Well, as soon as I made that call, here comes the power. Okay. Right. But those line, but the lineman uh, guy in our church is a state trooper, and he had talked to some of the linemen and asked them, just when he just asked them when they thought the church might have power because we were trying to plan, and they were like, "We'll get on that right now," and so they got it ready for us. So we were like, "We need to do something for them." So, of course, our people hadn't had power, so it's going to be hard for them to cook much. But we went to the store. They went to the store and got some of those big Stouffer lasagna. Oh man, and some salad stuff and rolls and all, and they made some desserts, homemade desserts, and then some store bought desserts, but had a spread for them. And, and like we had twenty eight guys from Beaumont, Texas, come for lunch on Sunday, fed them, and then they the Methodist Church fed them at our church today, and so that was that was cool, good chance to thank them for for what they do because those people, when you're in that situation, they're heroes. Oh, but Clint, I've been yeah, tied I, down. I've been stuck in my house. And man, I'm ready. I'm fired up, man. I'm like a I'm like a wild animal. I'm like a wild goat trying to get out of the pen and take off. Oh, hey. Hey. Yeah, no, I did. Hey, I did. goat. Man, so you know, bought a new house, you know, because I'm I was in one house. Like this is my third house and hoping the last house of this podcast, not because I'm on this podcast, go ahead, because I'm hoping I die here. Yeah. That, that's the long and short. So me and, me and Adam bought, bought, you know, what we plan to be our forever home. And then we got some land and we had, we got a real nice barn. Anna, Anna got this idea off Pinterest and put a pallet fence all the way around, like a big pallet. So we have a good pallet size pin. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, what's something easy, like an easy animal to have? Oh, we'll get some goats. So we can buy a couple goats. So and you go with two billy goats, right? Two billy goats, yeah. We're gonna eventually, we're eventually gonna get a couple females too. And we're we're gonna have goat babies all over the place. Because, you know, whatever. So so we get two billy goats, two little billy goats. So we go pick them up in Western Grove, Arkansas. Oh, I know where that's at. Western Grove. You basically you keep it going, and then it's a little bit down yonder. There's a 
like a general store there that's got a great breakfast. You know what actually is Grasses? That's where we actually met. Yeah, I went in there. I'm like I told Anna. I said I'd like to come back back here when I got some money and I got some time because it was a it's a neat neat looking place. You could tell like the after church crowd was getting there, and they were. I've only ate there for breakfast. When I used to work construction, yeah, on Mondays we would drive to Fayetteville that way from Clinton, and we would stop there and get breakfast. Go ahead, sorry. So no, so we drive them home, put them in the pen, and the. Anna puts hers down and it winds up in the barn and looking at like where we got the hay and the feed and stuff set up. I set mine down. I go take it over there and it looks around and goes, oh, there's a spot to get out. Hmm. Takes off. It's like not in the pen five seconds. <laughs> and it just takes off in a sprint. I'm like, I'm going to watch it struggle to get out. Then I'll go get it. Then I'll know we'll need to kind of fix that part. No, it just goes boop, boop, and it's gone. It's like I'm out later. <laughs> so I tell my stepson, and my stepson goes running after him. Anna takes off too, and I'm like, okay. I tell my son, I tell my oh, my son's with me. I say, you don't, you be sure you don't let this other one get out. That's your job. You guard right here. Do not let this one get out. Yeah. And so I then I go hop on the four wheeler. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to drive down the road, cut them off. And then we'll head it back. We'll pin it, pin it in. So I make it all the way down the road. I don't see it. So I'm driving back. I look down the side road. I see the goat. So I whip down the side road, park the four-wheeler, turn it off, make sure it's not going to roll anywhere, jump off the four-wheeler. Because I'm like, now I'm like, I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to catch the goat. Goat wrangler. I'm going to be the goat wrangler. The, the right. guy that's going to get the, the goat's going to get got by this guy right here. If you'd have had a rope, you'd have been a goat roper. Exactly. So I, so I jump off, and I swear I used to be athletic, Travis. Um, <laughs> I jump off the four-wheeler. I take off, and I may, I'm, I'm taking off like Usain Bolt, the fast I can like. That's right. Speed. Oh, no. Dirty, nasty speed. I'm like, I missed you, Mama Speed. <laughs> I jump off. And I don't know if it's the grass. I don't know if it was my shoes, but my feet just went right out from under me. As you can see, I got a little road rash here on my nose. You can see where my glasses. I bet, but you know, I fell. Um, but fortunately for me, my face broke my fall. Good, uh, good, good. I was, I was, man, I was sore this morning, but it was my <laughs> hurt, my shoulder hurt, my back hurt, my face hurt. You know what hurt more than anything, Travis? Your pride. Yeah, my pride hurt more than because I mean I don't know how far I flew, but my stepson goes, he tells her, goes, You okay? I'm like, I'm fine, go get the goat. <laughs> we eventually do catch the goat. Me and my wife cornered it and it got caught up in some thistles and we were able to snatch yeah. it up quick. But needless to say, we now have ten all the way around the base of that yeah, pen. Yeah. yeah, there there is I don't there it's gonna be hard for them to go anywhere, but well, so um the goat versus the jujitsu black belt. Yeah. Baby goat, goat one, black belt zero. <laughs> it's, uh, it's take that. Yeah, thank oh my goodness. But yeah, man, that that face plant. Well, that, first that, of all, Clint, um you pair two billy goats together, you're asking for trouble. I'm just asking. I um get get the females first. Then really? bring in one Billy Goat. 
Because if you're going to have babies, you just need one billy goat. Nah, listen, I won't care. You can have you can have a couple different, you know, anyway. They're kind of like Mormons. Anyway. Um <laughs> no, oh, that's funny, dude. That's so that's funny. Yeah. Well, Clint, um, our holy snikes moment. Wow. We we gotta we we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. We got this worry in our world, right? America's got this worry that China's going to come after us. Right. Did we expect it to be in a balloon? <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know, and you, I've seen all kinds of things on the Facebooks and on the Twitters. Yeah. I'm not on Twitters anymore, but on the Instagram. Like, I don't know if you saw my boy Thug Nasty released a video that China's coming after a gun, so they sent the spy satellite. And there's all kinds of theories and, and conspiracies out there. I, a balloon? <laughs> I mean, like, I was expecting some sort of a weird-looking drone, maybe? I mean... If but a a balloon a, a balloon a balloon okay you know what okay everybody you know everybody talked about what they thought of whenever they thought of this and I'm gonna have to explain this because I'm probably the only person that ever remembers this because like you I'm a cesspool of useless information but uh you know people talk about the movie up yeah things like that you know but I thought back to remember the show a the eighteen I do remember the A-Team. Were you a big A-Team fan? Oh, I love the A-Team. Okay, I mean, well, you remember Murdoch? Hal and Mad Murdoch. Okay, you know, his whole gimmick was he was crazy. And so, like, half the episodes, he'd end up in a <laughs> in an insane asylum somehow, right? Yeah. You know, or, or several times. You know, they'd, And they'd have to break him out or whatever. Well, this one episode, he ends up in an insane asylum. And I remember, I can't remember who it is, but some people come to check on him. He's in like this cell and they're talking about how he's doing. And he said, he's doing pretty well, but he just keeps asking for trash bags. And he starts going, trash bags? I want some trash bags. <laughs> and they're like, we just give him one. And so he gets the trash bag and he's like, oh, happy. He's like, nah, nah. and he gets in the trash bag and just lays on his bed and like, <laughs> okay. Which was hilarious. The actor doing that, it was so funny. Right, yeah. Well, then, of course, with the A-team, you know, they like take, you know, they get, you know, if they get locked in a, a toy factory surrounded by the army, they're going to come out with all kinds of explosive missiles and a, right, you know, yeah. uh, some kind of cannon or something, you know. you know, They it, were it, like, I mean, you know, did MacGyver become before the A-team or the A-team come? Which one? He came after? after, I think. Came yeah. after, so yeah. And so, anyway, so you know he's got some kind of plan with the trash bags. Well, the next thing you know, you see him, he's filling the trash bags up with helium, and he's tying them to a to a chair, and he's using them to get out over over the wall of the insane asylum, so that the A-team can pick him up on a certain day at a certain time, or whatever. And so, that's what went into my mind. I, I'm seeing Murdoch up there going, 
Trash bags. I want some trash bags. Anyway, sorry. I'm the only one who gets that. No one no, else. I know. Me. And you know, my thing was, you know, and I know, like the Republicans are like, they should have shot it down for it every day under the United States and blah, blah, blah. And 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 people probably think that I should have just let it go. I, I don't know what people are thinking. There's all kinds of theories. But the one thing I'm not sure about, and you I've never watched an episode of Yellowstone, so I don't know, but yeah. I just can only assume. How did that thing make it over Montana? That's <laughs> I mean, how did it make it over Montana? But well, first of all, all these people saying, well, I just shoot it down. What kind of guns you got, homeboy? Because that's a little different than a 300 yard shot on a buck deer. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, but anyway, if you're going to spy on us, and I don't know, I mean, it may have been a spy balloon. I don't know what were they spying on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what we have in Montana. Maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe we're not, we're asking the wrong questions. What are we hiding in Montana? (laughs) Yeah. What is going on in Montana? Yeah. That they're like, you know what? We're trying to send over there. They've got something over there in Montana. I just know it. Spy balloon. Well, with as much money as we owe them, they may be just checking out their property. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we can't make our payments on them on that loan, they're going to say, well, we got Montana. <laughs> That's our land. They're looking like, do we want Washington or Montana? Yeah. What can we build here? <laughs> what Billings we, is going to be new. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That was crazy, man. That was just like I heard something about it, and I'm like, "There's a balloon in Montana." Like I don't watch the news or anything, you know. I, I, right. I don't watch it until I get something on Twitter or Facebook, and I then I go to it or whatever. But oh my goodness, man, that was that was just crazy. Well, Clint, I, yesterday I caught myself doing something. Me and you uh, both. I, I was. I had a little time. And so uh, I was doing laundry, catching up from, from uh, you know, not having water and not or not having. You probably decided to be in your own chair. Yes, I was. With and, uh, and cable, I turned on the Pro Bowl. The only thing I knew about saw about the Pro Bowl was that Peyton Manning was spicy. Yeah, he was. Now, they did the flag football deal, and now. Of course, one of the big things before the Pro Bowl even came out was right because we watched an entire bit on this last week. Yeah, that you just don't get to hear because the Pro Bowl quarterbacks, which we'll go over again for for the viewer for the viewers and listeners at home in their car wherever you listen to us because we are available everywhere you can get your podcast, Spotify, right. uh, Amazon, That's Anyway, so. So the the quarterbacks for the AFC were Trevor Lawrence, who we will give you, Trevor Lawrence. Derek Carr, who basically the Raiders are like, we don't want you anymore. We'd rather have Jared still. Um, And Tyler Huntley, who actually, I did see this, threw more touchdown passes in the Pro Bowl than the entire regular season. Hey, he was throwing dimes, man. He was. Well, yeah, you you don't you, 
Look, and if he could have ran more, he would have yeah. killed. Well, in, in you know, they had some football rules. quarterback, like even Brandon Allen, who's you know a backup quarterback, is insanely accurate. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, you you can give them a seven on seven setting, any of them quarterbacks should be able to tear you up. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Travis. Well, yeah, and and it was you know that was crazy. Of course, um, the the quarterbacks for the other team were. Uh, Cousins, he finished it up. Um, Geno Smith. And who was the other one? I can't remember. Um, you know, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. He's too, he's too strung no. out on mushrooms right now. Yeah. But anyway, I was expecting, Clint, I was expecting to hate it. No, and, and you know, and, you know, the, and that's been it. It's either been people have loved it or they've hated it. There seemed to be no in between. Well, here's my argument for why, because I thought about it. I was like, as I was watching, I'm like, I'm going to give it a chance. Hmm. And as I was watching, I was like, you know, I'm enjoying this. Now, why am I enjoying it? And so I thought about it probably, and I got to drive a lot. You know, I, I drive. I have a little bit of a commute, so I get to think while I do that, you know. And so I was I was thinking a little bit today while I was driving. And there's a couple things. Okay, first of all, I love football. I love it. I love all sports, right? I love it. And I appreciate, I really appreciate the people who play it. Because I appreciate the work they put into it. I appreciate the effort they put in. I appreciate the intensity they get up with every Sunday. Those those NFL guys put together to play one of those seventeen games they play, and then the playoffs, right? Like I appreciate that. I, I'm thankful for that because it makes that's that's my main form of entertainment, or one of my main forms of entertainment. Like I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I do. I get I get so much out of it. I mean, I you know talk about it on here. I I play fantasy football, uh, you know, talk about it with just people, I mean, I'm just, and I just enjoy watching it, right? And so I like seeing those guys rewarded for what they do. And that's the whole point of a Pro Bowl and an All-Star game. The point of a Pro Bowl and an All-Star game is not for me and you. As much as we want to make it about us as fans. Right, yeah, for sure. It's for those players. And you know what? Those guys were having a blast out there playing flag football. Frank Ragnow was out there just snapping the ball and then going to a knee. He didn't, you know, he didn't get to do, you know, he didn't get to go out for passes or anything like that, but but he's just out there snapping the ball, going to a knee every time. Okay. But he was having fun doing it. When they scored touchdowns, he was out there celebrating with the guys. He was, you know, he was having fun. The little contest they did in between the games, they did three. The way they did it was they did three flag football games. And the only thing that really changed was the quarterbacks. Yeah. In those games. Now, some of them, like, I think the second game, Kittle didn't, I don't think I saw him out there much for the NFC. So, like, they, they would play, like, different players in those games too. They'd alternate who played, but they would get to play like the whole game. 
out there, you know, or offense or defense. And of course, it's flag football. So, you know, flag football is basketball on the football field. So it's all offense, you know. Yeah. But and they kept to a lot of the flag football rules. I mean, they they really did. They did a good job of keeping to that. Some of those, you know, were different than what I knew from, you know, because I practically majored in flag football in college. You did. Uh, I coached like two teams, a girls team. I coached my guys team and then played. And then I refereed. And I, in fact, I refereed state one year. But um, but anyway, they it was kind of fun, man. It was it was fun. They had everybody mic'd up. So you could hear, you know, like Peyton talking and calling plays, hearing him talking to the, you know, hear Eli calling plays. You know, Eli ends up winning it. And, you know, Peyton. Well, and there was a deal at the end. Peyton got mad because the NFC kneeled on the ball instead of trying to score at the end. But they were in a – there was certain, like, once you got inside, like, the 10-yard line or something, it was a no-running zone. So, like, you couldn't run the ball there. And so they were saying that's a run if he kneels it. That's what Peyton was arguing. So, anyway, it was dumb. But – and, of course, Peyton just didn't want to lose to Eli. But, no, you will. And that's – and it, it was fun. I hope – and, you know, what I saw from – I saw what Chris McCaffrey was like, yeah, this was fun. This this was good because the last thing we needed was to take more of a pounding. Yeah. That and, like, the, the Diggs brothers were going at each other the whole game. You know, the, the defensive back from – yeah, you know, Stephon Diggs, and then the one, uh, one from Dallas, the defensive back, they were guarding. You know, the defensive back was guarding his brother the whole time, so that was fun to watch. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's out there running crazy routes, and people trying to guard him. Yeah. Um, so, so much like the new night court, you were you're pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. I was, yeah. I was. Now, and I'm I'm maybe the only one. Everybody else may hate it. You can hate it. That's fine. Okay. No, but you ask know, yourself, ask yourself if you hate it. Am I watching this? Am I watching something that I'm happy for the people in it? Or am I just wanting them to entertain me like they do on every other week in the year? It's a different game. It's a different thing. All these all-star no, games. You, 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 want, you want another football game and you're just not going to get it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you want another football game. I don't know what the answer would be, but I well, just... in order to have another football game, you'd have to get them there for a couple of weeks and let them practice, you know, and you know, for a couple of weeks and you know, get at least a couple of weeks. You know, you know, you know what you there. could do. You know what you could do, Travis. Honestly, and, and this is I, and literally by saying this, what you could do. This thought just came to my head. When you explain, you expand the NCAA playoffs. You're going to, why not make the Pro Bowl weekend the weekend that you have the national championship game? Yeah. So the weekend in between the Super Bowl that we can have championship game, but then it's also going to take some of the. I, I don't know what it's going to take. But I some think of, it's still important to have something like a Pro Bowl to reward. No, it is players. to celebrate the guys. I mean, I mean, there was a couple guys, man, that when they got, I forget who it was. There was one guy that he got told he made the Pro Bowl and he deserved it. I forget who it was, mm-hmm. but like he broke down crying, man, when his coach yeah. announced it to the team. 
because he he was a guy that was kind of I forget who it was, but it was. A, I think it was a guy from uh from Washington. Yeah. Special teams. Right. Play. Yeah. yeah. Good. So I mean, you know, stuff like that, man. That means something to those guys. That, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. And who am I to say? Well, I don't want to watch you go out there and have fun. You know, it's kind of like when we were in high school when we would, you know, coach would let us do those two hand touch tournaments in the off season. You know. It was just for fun, but it kept us competing. Yeah. You know, and, and it was, you know, or we'd get to just go out and play two-hand touch football, you know, and, you know, it was just a lot of fun, you know, to do that. Should he, you know, should he have just made us play like regular football? No. It's off season, you know, and it was a reward because we've been working hard the rest of the time. So, go yeah. guys, go out and have fun. So, anyway, sorry about that. You know what I was watching when you watched the Pro Bowl? What were you watching? Other than a goat run, what I was watching. Yeah. I, I, after the goat incident, I came inside, and I watched the very tail end of the Arkansas versus Auburn women's basketball game. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, it was like it was a competitive game, and I knew my mom and dad watched it. I was like, well, let's see what the score is. Well, because the Razorbacks were up about eight going into the fourth quarter. They had it pretty well in hand and controlled most of the game. Yeah. If either one of those teams would have shot marginally well from the free throw line, they would have won the game. It was <laughs> like the last two minutes of Arkansas going, Auburn here, win the basketball game. And Auburn's <laughs> like, no, we're, we're good. We want you to win. And Arkansas, <laughs> no, I want you to win. So let, I've never seen anything like the final th this two minutes. I'd never seen anything like it. And I'm not saying the girls weren't playing hard because they were. Just no, it's like no one could buy a shot anywhere, even from the free throw line. So seven seconds left in the game. Arkansas is up by one. It's 50, 52, 51. Yeah. Seven seconds left in the game. Auburn calls their last timeout. Their coach draws up a beautiful play, a beautiful play. Of number zero from Arkansas, I think Puffin Barter. Yeah. It gets called for an intentional hold. Mm -hmm. All they go to the cameras, they look at it. Auburn getting two shots and the ball with seven seconds left in the game. So the girls got to shoot the free throws. Nobody at the line misses them both. Just wow. blank. You know, and I'm saying, it seems like in the last three minutes of the game between Arkansas and Auburn, they missed 37 foul shots. Mm. I'm over-exaggerating, but by, not by a lot. Yeah. So, so they, they, so Auburn gets the ball out of bounds. One, two, three, four, five. Turn it over. <laughs> Get a five second violation. Then, then so they get Arkansas gets the ball back. Yeah. Dribbles around. That dribbles dribbles like three or four seconds off the clock. Then the girl from Arkansas finally makes both free throws. Then Auburn gets a like a desperation three up and Arkansas wins. But it was it was both fun and painful to watch at the same time. Yeah. Um it's crazy. But here's the thing, Travis. I I say that because I, I watched that play go against Arkansas and looked at it and say, you know what is the right call? Yeah. The girl got beat. That was an intentional foul. 
it was the right call. Yeah. They got together and they got it right. Mm-hmm. We have a huge problem in sports right now. You yeah. Arkansas fans see it all the time, and we blame the college football. You go to the Arkansas Auburn game a few years ago when the referees pretty much stole the game from Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, no no way around that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Look at this, the SMU game this year. It was one of the worst officiating football games I've ever seen. Yeah. At the time, I would have told you I thought it was the worst. They, it's been one of the worst officiating games I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but it's like we have the, – the reason I want to talk about what I – you know, you're seeing it in every sport. You saw it in the NFL, the Bengals versus Chiefs was one of the worst officiating football games I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it really, it really was on the, on the punt return that set them up that basically set up Patrick Mahomes to have the big run. They missed about three or four block in the backs. Yeah. I mean, it was egregious. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, it was just horrible. How the, how they looked at that and, and didn't see any of the whole that big run, the the left tackle pretty much mugged that defensive end. That was one of the worst holds I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I mean, it was like an Alabama call. Yeah. Now, no one's, but no one's saying anything about the late hit out of bounds. That was a legit, but it should have been offsetting penalties, yeah. if nothing else. Why? And then, you know, you had to play with LeBron. Which I saw the on the night top ten where Patrick Beverly went and got the camera and showed the ref. Look how bad you missed. It. <laughs> That's classic. I mean, yeah. it really is. You know, and I've got friends that referee high school sports, and they're saying, you know, you just don't get it. To see from this, it, here's the thing: you're refereeing high school sports. Yeah. And the thing about any job is, like Dion said, is you want to work your way up. But we're not see, we're seeing at the highest levels that they can't get it right. Yeah, they can't. That's right. It just I mean, well, I think you know one of the arguments has always been like in the NFL, aren't they still part time referees? I, I I believe so, but I'm not a hundred percent. I think they're still part time. Um, that needs to be a full time job for the NFL. They got enough money. That needs that needs to be a full time job, yeah. So that during the week they can go to whatever home base is, and they can work on their craft during the week. They but can watch video. Here's another thing about Travis: when you get to that point, that is on an all star crew. Yeah, you're one of the three best people at your position. Yeah, you've made your way up through lots of different levels a lot of times. Yeah. You know, not just uh not just uh not just, you know, college, you know, I mean you've you've done other things, different levels of college, you know, whatever. But yeah, you know, and it, and it, there's a couple different things, Clint. I agree with you. Like in the NFL and stuff like that, they they gotta do better. They gotta figure out how to do better. You got to because you know I was sitting there watching Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes talking trash to Joe Brown. Like, you feel good about that win? Yeah. I mean, do you? Because you shouldn't. 
You yeah. didn't earn it. I'm not yeah. saying if it had been called fair, you wouldn't have won because you might have, but we don't know because because the referees handed you the game. So you shouldn't be talking trash because you didn't win anything. You didn't earn it. I mean, it's like Philadelphia. You can't really brag because you played against a quarterback that couldn't throw. Yeah. But now as as hog fans, I'm gonna say this is a little different situation. As hog fans, we've had some very lopsided games as far as foul calls. Right? Right. And there's been some really bad calls there too. You know, and there's some that they were ghost calls. I mean, they were like, it wasn't even the the ref was anticipating. Like he could they were the player wasn't even close enough to each other to they where they could anticipate a foul. Okay. And I know a lot of hog fans, okay, we're we're upset. You know, about now, the last couple of games have been better. The last couple of games haven't been as bad. They haven't been as lopsided. We've gotten just as many foul shots as the other teams, things like that, okay? But I want to bring up a point that this probably would have been better a couple of weeks ago if I'd have brought it up when we right. were going through it more. But if it continually happens to you, You gotta look at yourself first. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if people regularly don't want to hang out with you, it might not be that you've just had a string of weird people around you. Maybe how many, you're the weird one. And so and, and I'm saying that because go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying that because I'm afraid some of our players, their mouth is making the referees not want them to do well. Now, should the referees – now, look, I'm not okay with the referees making bad calls. No. They shouldn't let that get to them, and they should call the games fair. Okay? They should definitely call the games fair and not let that – they should call it how it is and not pick a side because one team's mouthing them. But when it happens continually over and over, that makes me have to look at myself and say, okay, right. maybe there is something I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to ask, um, but you were on a roll there and I couldn't interrupt you. At what, How many divorces do I have to go through before I officially become the problem? <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I know I do it. I do it. So. <laughs> I'm still in the clear then. Good. Keep but going. anyway, but there is a problem with refereeing because even with that, even with what I just said there, um, you know, but like one time I was doing a team camp. I was refereeing a team camp at Watchtall for, you know, high school team camp. And we were kind of letting the kids play because it's a team camp, right? It's, right? it's just practice. You got your, it's high school. So the ninth graders were just moved up to the high school. So it's the coaches, you know, one of their first chances to play other teams at this camp, you know? And so I'm out there refereeing games. Half the referees wouldn't even like, they were just standing underneath the basket, not hardly calling nothing. And so I was kind of letting them play. It was, it was girls. It was a girls uh, team camp. Well, this one high school coach, I hear him over in their huddle during a timeout. 
And he said, they're not calling anything. So I want y'all busting them up down low, elbow them, push them, whatever you got to do, get the rebounds, get the ball from them. Don't let them make a shot in the paint. They're not going to call you for anything. So just get them. And I was like, oh, we're about to call some. And so I started calling every ticky tack thing his girls did. I, if they breathed on somebody, I called it. And he got mad at me. He's like, why are you starting to call that stuff now? I said, because you're being a jerk. And you're t- I don't want to, you're telling your kids to hurt those other girls. And if you're going to tell them to hurt them, then I'm going to protect them. Now, you want to call off your girls? Then I'll start calling it. I'll start letting them play. But otherwise, every time they look at somebody, you're getting a foul called on. Now, you decide. You're going to be a jerk or you're going to do things the right way. And he's like, well, okay, girls, y'all, y'all quit fouling them so much. And I was like, anyway, so I was like, all right, I'll call it normal then. But anyway, you you got, you know, the referee can control a game by the foul calls, right? right? You know, you don't yeah. want to get out of hand, but you don't want to become what people remember about the game. Exactly. You know. And and the thing is, that's what they're doing. Even like those SEC games with all those bad calls that Arkansas had against them. That's what people remember about the game. And there is something needs to happen. And whether that's more training, um, well, a lot of it has to do. It has to be more training. They have to be more intentional with their training. And with all the technology and all the stuff we have, they need to be sitting down. And I'm sure they do some of this, but they need to be watching videos. They need to be critiqued. They need to be held accountable. Yeah. When they make bad calls, and I still think. I'm still a big believer that uh, they need to have instant replay people that are not officials. 100%. They they need to have instant replay people that are going to – because a lot of those instant replay people that are officials are going to just side with their their official buddies, you know, and that's that's not going to – you know, that and that they're not going to want to – they're going to hesitate to make say something was a bad call. And I think that that hurt that hurts us when instant replay doesn't even get it right. Oh no, yeah, no, I agree with a hundred and ten percent. So back to those back to those hogs basketball team. Uh, since we last had a podcast, they uh, I guess we beat LSU, right? South Carolina, and then beat South Carolina. Barely. Yeah. That, you know, and I was nervous about the South Carolina game, Clint, because people, I heard people on the radio, I think it was like Rick Schaefer or somebody like that, or maybe Trey Biddy or something. They were talking about it and they said, yeah, if if South Carolina wins this one, that'll be the upset of the year in the SEC. They about did. If it wasn't for an Anthony Black rebound, they would have. Yeah. And uh, I heard them talking on the radio today that if it wasn't for that, there's a that may have saved us a chance at the tournament. That would have been a bad loss. That would have been a bad loss. 
that would have been a bad loss, and it would have been hard to make an argument for the tournament, especially with the – you know, we have a tough schedule left. Right. And I think there's like four really tough road games left, one of which is Kentucky next. Yeah, yeah that's tomorrow night, the guys yeah. – Kentucky, but they're playing well, and you—I don't know. Nick Smith Jr. should be coming back soon. If yeah, that's that's the rumor, and I'm not saying that that's an end-all, be-all, but you can definitely tell he's he's got a got a rotation that he likes now. Yeah, it's starting to form, and that's not saying you're not in that you're not going to see like splashes of Darian Ford, splashes of Pinion, it, it, but yeah. it. But I think for the most part, he's got he's got his rotation figured out. Yeah, I think he found something when he started the twins together. Uh, yeah. they, they've played well together playing. They have. So. They have, and they well, in that game, man, they had on their birthday, mm-hmm. they had a, a heck of a game. Heck of a game. And that was a that was a big coming out party for them. And I uh, hope they can keep that up. hope they can keep playing defense like that, keep blocking shots like that. They're going to need them against uh, the – what's that big man for Kentucky? Big O. Yeah. Not the big O, but – Not the big O. That's right. But, yeah, that's going to be a uh, – that's going to be a – that's going to be a tough one, and they're going to need – they're going to need the big guys. Yeah. Jalen Graham – they're gonna need him to keep stepping up. You know, he's he's playing he's a lot some here and there. He's playing a bigger role. They're um Walsh continues. You know, the thing about Walsh, he's so much he's, better off the bench. He really is. He's been a lot yeah. better off the bench. And Walsh, I think if Walsh ever figures out how to get in the flow of the offense. Yeah. You know, if he can figure out how to get in the flow of the offense, because he's one of those reactionary guys. Like he'll, you know, once the ball's up, he's really good offensive rebounding, you know, going after it, doing, but he's not, he's not good at moving without the ball yet. And if he ever gets that down, I think he's got the talent to be extremely mm-hmm. special. Um, but you think this is a tournament team? Oh, I do. I, I I do. I think at the end of the day, this team still has three, five, four, five star players. Actually, if you count Jalen Graham, so at the end of the day, I think this team they haven't. They're not peaking yet, which I think is a okay. good sign. Um, but I, I think you know if you keep seeing them build, you keep seeing them build. I think not only is it a tournament team, it's a tournament team that can make a run. Yeah, it, it's weird because, of course, it changed after after Jay Jay Will went went pro, but but at the beginning of the year, like right after that, like a lot of people had North Carolina one, Arkansas two, yeah, in in you know, in neither one of them was ranked, yeah. Actually, and this could have been our holy snikes. I think Oklahoma, uh, Duke, and North Carolina played last week, and it was the sixth time. In the history of basketball, that they played and neither team's been ranked six. Wow. In the history of basketball, that's crazy. 
that neither team had been ranked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was – that was. I heard that on Sports Center or something like that, but I was like, wow. Yeah. I could have dreamed it, but I don't think I dreamed it. I'm pretty that, – that's too big of some big numbers yeah. to bring to me. Yeah. The sixth time. So, it's one of them deals where, like, with the transfer portal known basketball, everybody's got talent. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. Because you know a lot of them guys in Arkansas that's kind of sit them to the bench that were high that were high really good recruits. Mm-hmm. They're probably not gonna be here next year. Yeah. Because they didn't like sitting in the bench. That's right. So it's it's just the sad part of the way sports is nowadays, but that's everybody's right. got talent. Yeah. I mean, we had guys that were top 150 recruits leave the program last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a different world, but I think this hog team I think they're figuring things out a little bit. I was I thought that even more so before the South Carolina game. Yeah, but the way they let South Carolina come back has me a little bit worried, but I'm still positive with them. I still yeah. I'm not been a big believer they're going to turn it around, and I think they still will, especially if Devo keeps shooting like he is, if he can hit the percentages he's hitting. Um, and then Anthony Black continues to play pretty well. If he can cut down on his turnovers a little bit, um, you know, that's going to be even better. And But he just makes – the thing is, he gives up some turnovers, but, man, he makes some plays, like that rebound yeah. at the end of the game. I mean, stuff like that. He He, he makes these gritty effort plays that keep you in a game – and uh and and keeps your team together. So we'll, we'll see, man. I, I hope they hope they no they run it finish out. I, I, do, I think I think they're getting ready to turn the corner. And but tomorrow's a big test. You just this yeah. ain't this ain't your granddad's Kentucky team. This this is not. No. They're struggling this year, but it's still Kentucky, and they're still gonna have talent. That's right. So and it's a road game, and you need a road win. Yeah. I mean, you need some road wins to to put on your resume for the for the tournament. A road win at Rupps would be huge. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. Well, Clint, what else do we need to talk about, man? We I think we hit on most everything. And you know what? This was a we we partied like it's ninety nine. That's right. Ninety number ninety nine. This is number ninety nine. One hundred coming up next week. That's right. I mean, I'm trying excited. to work on some special things for that. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but um, it's going to be – we're going to make it special no matter what. Exactly. So, 100 episodes. 100 episodes, you know. Um, I would – you know, it's 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 been fun. You know, we I think we both we both enjoy it. We've missed two in – in 100 episodes, we've missed two. But really so just official, – officially, we've gone – so that means we're officially gone two years, right? I think so. I think we've been doing this for over two years now. Well, no, it'd be it'd be, it'd be two one more weeks. Two one more four. Weeks. But if you count that we missed two weeks, yeah, we're right at two years. So I'm, or you're right. It may be two weeks from now, but we're we're coming up. We're closing in on two years of doing this. That's right. Um, you know, and the thing when we first started, we we're trying to keep them to thirty minutes, and then. We realized we were going to talk way more than that. So we That's right. Yeah. Now it's tough to keep them. To... One last thing. Uh, 
heard on the radio today. We, you know, we we did our whole deal a while back about um, you know remaking a Night Court, which by the way we both watched it. It's not too bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not 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 great. It's good. It's not it's yeah. not the original Night Court, but it doesn't try to. But it's yeah exactly. It's trying to stand on its own. Uh, so that that's good. And then, uh, but I did hear on the radio today that they're remaking White Men Can't Jump. I don't feel good about that, Clint. You know, I, I don't know who's in it, so I'm... I don't either. And so I, I want to... Because, because, because the you know, there's some guys gonna be playing Wesley's knife, some guys gonna be playing Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he's, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say judgment to to I know who it is, but um, I know who should play Woody Harrelson in the movie. Travis, I know who who's that. Pat Bradley. She make yeah. his, make his holiday his his debut. Can Pat dunk? Could Pat, I don't remember Pat Duncan. Yeah, he can dunk. He dunk. I want to be Ken now. He's had a few birthdays, but but all right. It's uh oh, you were looking it up. It's Benji Allen. I don't know who that is. Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz, I think, is the is the uh the Caucasian, yeah, he's he's the he's the Woody Harrelson, yeah. Um. Anyway, oh Jack Harlow, anyway, sorry. I'll be I'll, no, I'll be honest with you. I'll watch it. No, I'll watch it just because I was, man, I was a huge fan of the, I mean, you know, that was our childhood though. Really, if you talk about our Clint and Travis at 16, 17, 18, even 15, we were hitching rides to Wooster Baptist Church to play hoop. Dude, I was using I was using lines from that movie on the basketball court all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> your mom's an astronaut. My mom's too drunk to be an astronaut. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's. I hope it's not a re. Just a, like a remake. Take that of the stuff movie. to Sea World. <laughs> I saw uh, your mom kicking the can down the street. I said, "What's she doing? Moving, moving." <laughs> That's right. I love Woody Harrelson's speech when he's in, the, in that first basketball scene. He's like, when you when you saw me, you saw uh, a white geeky chump <laughs> or something like that. You know, he's like, and he, you know, he's like talking smack, talking about how he, he puts that on to to, to yeah. fool him or whatever. But anyway. It's so funny. Or don't let him do that move on you. Don't let him do that move on you. That's the move. That's the move. Sorry. I'm reliving it in my mind. I'm reliving yeah, the scene. Good movie. I think it, when we did our favorite sports movies, I'm pretty sure it was on both our top lists. Yeah. Yeah. 
It really it's is. so good. But anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm anxious to see that. I Like I said, I'm like you. I'll watch it. It's on Hulu. That's who I use. So uh, it'll be fun to watch on there. But um, it's just it's going to be tough. But uh, anyway, well, man, Clint. 99's in the bag. 99's in the can. Folks, like and share this podcast. We need you. We need you. Please. Like and share this. Please. Help your boys out. If you love us, if you care about us, like and share. Let people know what you know. That this is somewhat entertaining. Somewhat. Yeah. That this is worth your time. If you think it's horrible, recommend it to somebody you hate. That's right. That's right. And uh, but seriously, folks, we thank you so much for listening and watching or whatever you're doing. And um, maybe next time I'll have less hair. I got to get a haircut. I'm looking like a And I need to trim this. I'm in full beard glory. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, like and share. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, we're there. Clint, it's been a real one. Hi, everybody. Hope you're ready for 100. Because. Hey, Travis, before you go, before you go. Yeah. Who's one in the Super Bowl? Who you got, Philly or Kansas City? Ooh, I'm going to say, uh, you know what? I'm going to say Kansas City. Philadelphia, you didn't earn the trip, Kansas City. Oh, that's what he said. He said that. I heard. I heard. I heard. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. Hurt. Kingdom come. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no more till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard rock So I can sow the seed In a and pain, Lord knows I gotta follow his lead, that's why I sweat when I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt, won't see no more till I hurt, cry in your kingdom come.